Welcome to Let's Be Perfectly Queer. A queer podcast creating space to talk about all things queer. My name is Archie. And I'm Katie. And we are your hosts. We show sure are. Questions of how you identify. Seeking answers to clarify. Whether you're queen or somewhere in between. Let's be perfectly queer. And now we've got a Small Talks episode. Small Talks episode three. It is Small Talks episode three. So we're going to be talking about and giving you a little bit of tidbit about the word queer and where it's come from and the history behind it and kind of talking slightly about why we chose queer in our title. Yes. Because it's quite an important word. I think so. And it used to be derogatory. And I'm sure you're going to tell us all about that. I sure am. I sure am. Not too much of a deep dive today because we can't be talking for over half an hour. only a small talk. It is a small talk. Even though some of our listeners don't like that we only talk for so little. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag Becky. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to be talking about it a little bit. Doesn't mean that we're not going to be talking about this in the future. It just means that... We're just going to be giving you a little bit now. It's like an appetizer. It is an appetizer. Before the main course. So the word queer, I'm sure you've heard it. Everyone's heard it in this day and age. People have a lot of different feelings about the word queer. A lot of people in the LGBT community still don't like the word queer being used. And because it's got many meanings and the meaning has changed over time. It's one of those things that depending on who you talk to and if you talk to the older demographic and I've talked to people in before and they've been like, oh, goodness, you... You say that you're queer. When I was younger, that wasn't a good thing. Whereas for me, it's a positive thing. I even had, when I started this podcast, a co-worker come up to me and say, but isn't that a derogatory term? Why are you using that in your podcast title? I was like, it used to be. Some people do, yes. And so it's kind of this like, we're taking it back. We are. Even when we were titling this Mm. and depending on what uh, podcasting service we were going to use, there was one that didn't allow us to use the word queer because it was that same thing. It was the derogatory comment. Let me preface it. I did get in contact with them and I said, this is our podcast name, but we can't use it. And they said, no, you can't unless you pay. But also in that, I think it was making sure that it wasn't used in a derogatory way. So queer, you've all heard it. And if you come down to thinking about what it actually is about, there's a lot of different things. So of course I went to the dictionary. I went to the Oxford Dictionary. I feel like the Oxford Dictionary is like your favourite thing. It's my fave. Is it saved on a browser somewhere? No, it's not. It's actually quite hard to get to and you have to subscribe to it these days, but there are means. (laughs) But it was always, when I was was growing up, it was always what the Oxford Dictionary definition was. And so I always preface that to be like, all right, the dictionary definition is from the Oxford. (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember you used to have like the Oxford Dictionary pocket size and then you also had one that went into your folder that was like- Did you? Yeah, so we had one that was almost like an A4 notebook size and it went into your folder folder so you could actually like have it with you did you not have that no goodness me what a lavish life you live you know it i would have loved it private school just out here darrowing it up hey (laughs) so it says the dictionary definition of queer number one stranger unusual number two an offensive way of describing a gay person especially a man which is however used by some gay people about themselves or three describing or relating to a sexual identity or gender identity that is different from the traditional ideas about gender and sex for example non-binary bisexual and transgender but If you still think about it, Mm. words can have a lot of different meanings. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's taken away from the queer, strange, odd, peculiar, that kind of thing. I mean, all in all, I would rather be strange and odd and peculiar and living as myself. I always preface in the classroom, I said, be yourself, be weird, be strange. There's so many people who are in this normal, in quotation marks, just be different because why don't you want to stick out and stick out of the grain and that kind of thing, you know? Yeah, it's true. It's said that 
the origins of the word date back to about the 16th century from the English. Wow. Yeah, so from English heritage. There's no specific, I mean, when it comes to the origin of any words, who really knows where everything comes from? It's all yeah. made up once. <laughs> but it was very much the, it's peculiar, odd, eccentric. It was mostly... Not- it's everything to describe me. <laughs> I'll put my hand up here. Hi. <laughs> Hello. But it was mostly used in like a negative connotation. Mm. Negative and neutral, just because yeah. normal was so sought after back yes. in that day. And then coming into the late 19th century, it started mm. being used for gay men or it started being used for seeing same-sex men couples. Yeah, it was a derogatory term for gay, uh, for same-sex couples in the 90s or just in general? 19th century. Oh, sorry, sorry. So that's 1800s. In the 19th like, century, yeah. Like all history is dependent on where you live to what information you get. So there are sometimes there is one person who was put down to be like he was the first person who coined it but you we never live really know in a world we're so where- far away from that we don't know and you got chinese whispers you really never know it was mostly the late 19th century where it was used as a negative or derogatory term and then progression to 1950s we're going into the 20th century gay people started using it as a term for themselves that's one of the thing about words everyone uses it then you start using it because everyone's using it it's a word you take away the power if you if you use it in a way that is positive you take away the power from someone who's trying to be derogatory to you and that's what happened ended up happening into so we're talking about 1950s 1960s to 1970s is where you had most gay activism and really when it comes down to it it's not just gay activism there was a lot of trans activism there was a lot of activists for the queer community mostly in the 1960s and 70s is when you have the civil rights movements Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of civil rights movements has come around but there was a lot of gay liberation there was and it was all about like reclaiming this word. It was about reclaiming that we are humans, we should be having these human rights. I mean, uh, listen to basic human uh, rights. our previous episode about basic human rights, which we've been trying to claim for a very long period of time. Just yeah. do it already. But and, it was, yeah, still, it was this time. This so 1960s to 70s, and this is where you had all this queer activism and it's where you started getting those chants that were like, we're here, we're queer, get used to it. And that's where it came into it. It was that whole reclaiming of being like, this is us. Yes. yes, we are like this. Yes, we are brilliant. We're going to continue doing this because we are brilliant human yeah. beings. Let us be. You know, when I think of myself, and we had a conversation about this, like, yes, I am trans, but I'm also queer because I'm part of the queer community. And so some people I've had be like, wait, you like you like men? I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like queer. For some reason, some people still t- coin that term queer as men who like men, mm, it's which, true. Is, which is interesting, isn't it? Well, I think it comes down to where your education is and how much yeah. understanding you've got. The thing about queer and civil rights activists around that time, some people weren't actually part of the queer community. Oh, some, yeah? yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. So you also had some people who weren't part of as a queer sense but aren't mm-hmm. as part of the LGBTQIA plus community, but it was more like a critical sense where they were just like anti-simulation political views. They were yeah. like... Why are you putting these binary shackles on us? You can't tell us how we feel and how we love and how we live. Why are you confining us like an animal in a cage? Is basically what it was. So, of course, there's going to be some people who are going to be like, that doesn't sit right with me. Even if you weren't in a um, homosexual relationship, Mm. even if you didn't identify outside of the binary, I can understand that not sitting right with a lot of people. You're saying that uh, 
part of the everyday population is not worthy of basic human rights. And so people would be like, no, I don't stand for that. And you don't have to be part of the LGBT. You can be an amazing ally who just sees that is wrong. Thinking about how everything has come along with all the civil rights activists, there was mostly these select groups that people fit into. So you had gay, which originally mostly captured people in homosexual relationships, but then it was like gay ended up going more to gay men. And then you had lesbians and you had bisexual people and you had trans people. And this is where the LGBT came from initially. So you had all these labels, but there's a lot of people who don't sit in between. That's only, that's only four groups. Yeah. That's not enough. There are so many people out there who love more. And so this is where queer started coming into it as well. This is now, and this is where it comes under being an umbrella term, mm-hmm. is it's everyone who sits outside. I found this really beautiful quote. And again, at the moment, it's LGBTQIA+. And there's a lot of things that come under these different umbrellas. So if you're wanting to break it down for a bit of education, if you're not part of the queer community particularly, so you've got lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, questioning, intersex, asexual, non-binary. And then the plus, which I think is the beautiful thing, it says, which is to signify all of the gender identities and sexual orientations that letters and word ca- words cannot fully define. I love that. I thought that was beautiful. As humans, it's these letters or these descriptions have been useful and I'm sure, I mean, it was for me when I was coming out and trying to figure out where I fit in the world, but sometimes you don't fit into that category. That's why I love about queer. I love that queer is all expansive. It's all inclusive. It's this umbrella term. It's unambiguous and it's also fluid. Queerness is fluid. You can be anywhere on the rainbow umbrella. I have spoken to people who are questioning and they say that they don't like that term. They prefer queer because they don't know where they fit fit in the umbrella, but they don't feel like questioning is the right term for them. I think that questioning is very open-ended and I think it comes with some negative connotation also because when I identified as being bisexual, it was that idea that you were questioning your sexuality, but you would return to being heterosexual. It was one of those kind of things and you saw it a lot in the LGBT community that a lot of bi people unfortunately get a disproportionate amount of hate from other members of the LGBT. It's like, oh, you're just questioning. It's like, can't they? question aren't they allowed to explore what's wrong with that didn't we all start that way none of us kissed anybody to start off with we've got to start somewhere (laughs) jeez i like it and in the way that it's also creates a family sometimes it's like you you're in your group you're in the l you're in the g you're in the t you're in something but being queer is that we're everyone together it's that activism trait of being like let's fight for this let's fight to be us yeah, and we, we all belong. And we all belong when we're queer. We all belong to that, mm. the queerness that is us. <laughs> that makes sense? True. That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> as eloquently as you put that, honey. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm tired. <laughs> no, it's true. I think this is also circling back to why it was important to us. And granted, like when you're starting a new thing, trying to find a, a title for it is hard. Yeah. We went through so many different titles and then this one just came and it was like, yeah, this is the one. This is the one for us. And I think we had three or four penciled down that we really liked. But then this one came up and this just trumped it all. And it's like, it, this explains us and explains the story that we want to tell and the, the journey we want to go on with you guys. It's that thing of being like, we're happy. We're here. Mm. We... Like like we say at the top of every episode, it is creating a, a space to talk about all things queer. We are creating this space in the same way that uh, the lesbian 
the gay and lesbian kingdom of the coral cedars. It yeah. creates that space. It's creating another space to talk about us, to talk about people, part of our community, and, and it's all inclusive. And we're talking about this recently as well. It's a place where if you are not ready to come out, or if you're not ready to join the the community, that you can have a safe place to just listen and learn. And it can be just, a, you know, we share our stories and others will share their stories and then someone out listening out there might just feel a little, little bit less alone. And like you were saying, you identify as being queer as well. Mm. Think about somebody who was trans and they transitioned fully yeah. and there are a lot of people who detransition as 100%. well. And sometimes that doesn't mean that you generally fit into a label, but it doesn't make you any less part of the community yeah. and I think that sometimes people fall through the cracks thinking that they don't have people supporting them and I, that's where I love the word queer and even though if somebody says it to me in a negative way oh honey I'm turning that shit around and I'm gonna be <laughs> like I'm here and queer get over it yeah I'm taking off my stiletto heels no you don't wear stilettos but you know I hit you with my Berkey <laughs> yeah let me take off my broken stuff yeah no and it's just it's that that's it and it and for me it's Human nature wants to belong. And having us in your AirPods when you're falling asleep, you know, knowing that, hey, it's okay. You're going to get through the other side and everything's going to be great. And if you're just an ally listening, just check in on your friends. Make sure, you know, they're okay. Yeah. And know that there's a lot of people part of this community. And by listening to this podcast, it's also one step in the right direction of uh, educating yourself and being part of it and being part of something that's absolutely great. Well, thanks for listening to our small talks. We appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed it. You've learned a little bit. I learned a little bit with this, as I always do with researching. It's a lot of fun to find out things that I don't know because we're all human. We're all learning. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe if you did like this episode, because that means the world to us and really helps us get our reach out there and get heard by a lot more. It's so true and it, it makes us feel really warm in the heart. Reading all your comments makes all the effort we do for this podcast definitely worth it. Yeah. So thanks for listening, guys, and I hope that we have been... Perfectly queer. Ta-da. <laughs> I was waiting for something. Funny. There always is. There always is.